4: Hello everyone, I'm Carl Amari and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment including trivia contests, classic radio shows, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, and showbiz news. This hour on Hollywood 360, I'll present a classic radio detective adventure of Box 13 starring Alan Ladd, but it's time now to play Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, either one or both of our two Hollywood 360 listener contestants must correctly answer more multiple-choice trivia questions about Ben Stiller than me. Lisa Wolf is our moderator. That's you, right, Lisa? It's
5: still me. I'm still here.
4: Say hello to our contestants.
5: Definitely. We have Thomas on the line from Atlanta. Hey, Thomas.
4: Hey, how are
6: you?
5: Great, great. We're glad you're with us today. And we have uh, Nelson from Florida. Hi, Nelson. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Good. We've got Carl sitting right across from me, but don't worry, I would never give him an answer. And we are going to start the game with Thomas. All right. All right, Thomas. Ben Stiller played an insurance actuary named Ruben Pfeffer. He caught his wife cheating on him while they are on their honeymoon. Can you name this Ben Stiller movie? And if you know it, feel free to shout it out. Is it the in, oh, do you know it? Go ahead.
6: No, oh, no, 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 I forgot it was multiple choice. Go ahead. No, no,
5: say it. You were right. <laughs> <Long game poly. laughs> yeah, that's it. You get an extra half a point. So yeah, that's it. 1.5. point <laughs> five. That is correct. Nelson, Ben Stiller played a male nurse named Greg Fokker. Can you name this Ben Stiller movie? Go for it. Okay. Is it the Royal Tenenbaums, Meet the Parents, Starsky and Hutch, or Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story? the last one no i'm sorry and this is one of my favorites carl
4: um uh, meet the parents
5: meet the parents greg fokker you have to be careful how you say that okay carl, <laughs> very carefully carl although uncredited in this movie ben stiller played a nursing home orderly what is the name uh, of this ben home stiller movie
4: Orderly. yes huh. okay is it
5: Polly shore is dead happy gilmore duplex or that's adequate
4: Happy Gilmore.
5: That's right. Happy Gilmore. Total guess. (laughs) I love those. Okay, Thomas, here we go. Ben Stiller played high school student Ted Stroman searching for his prom date from 13 years earlier, hoping they could start a relationship. Can you name this Ben Stiller movie? Is it Black and White, Zoolander, Zero Effect, or There's Something About Mary?
4: Something About Mary. That's
5: right. (laughs) <laughs> Carl likes that movie. He's smiling movie. just thinking oh, about I love it. That movie. Okay, Nelson, here we go. Ben Stiller played a gym owner of named White Goodman. Can you name this Ben Stiller movie? Is it the Comebacks, Friday Night Lights, Dodgeball, a true underdog story, or Field of Dreams?
6: Friday Night Light.
5: Oh I'm sorry, that's sad. <laughs> Carl. Okay,
4: um, Dodgeball? Yes, this is Dodgeball. Okay. There you go. Now All right. it's
5: Dodgeball. All
4: right. Carl? Yeah?
5: Ben Stiller played a math genius named Chaz, who has a very dysfunctional family.
4: Hmm.
5: Name this Ben Stiller movie. Oh, I, I
4: think this might be Royal Tenenbares. That
5: is right. 1.5? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> Here we go, Thomas. Ben Stiller played a child actor twins named Sam and Stan Sweet. Can you name this Ben Stiller movie? Is it The Cable Guy, Orange County, The Independent, or Nuthouse?
6: The Independent.
5: No, I'm so sorry. Nelson, here's your chance to steal it.
2: Okay, Orange County.
5: Oh, no, no, that's not it. I'm so sorry. That
4: is The Cable it Guy. It is
5: The Cable Guy. But Nelson, here's your question. Ben Stiller played the character of Rabbi Jake Schramm. What is this Ben Stiller movie? Is it Nobody Knows Anything, Keeping the Faith, Envy, or The Independent? Keeping the Faith. He's got it. He's on the board.
4: Way to go. Carl, Ben Stiller played
5: a record company owner named Jay Rose. Can you Hmm. name this movie? Hmm. Is it Run, Ronnie, Run, The Suburbans, The Independent, or Pauly Shore is Dead? Mm, C. Nope, not The Independent. Okay, Thomas. A, Jay Rose, a record record company owner. Is it Run Ronnie Run, The Suburbans, or Polly Shore Is Dead?
6: Uh A.
5: Hey. Mm, got gotcha there. Okay, Tom. And Nelson, is it the Suburbans or Polly yes. Shore is Dead? The Suburbans. Yes, indeed it is.
4: All right, Excellent. so uh, final uh, round yeah. here. Final round.
5: Thomas, for which TV show did Ben Stiller win an Emmy Award? Is it Friends, Prehistoric Planet, Arrested Development, or The Ben Stiller Show? Ben
6: Stiller Show?
5: Yep. You got it. Nice. Nelson, what was the name of the group of Hollywood comedians, including Ben Stiller, that have appeared together in some of the highest-earning comedic movies from the 90s? Are they the Frat Pack, Comic Movers, Comedy Club, or Funny Fellows?
6: Comedy
1: Club.
5: Oh, sorry. I just made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Rat Pack. Rat Pack is right. Final question. Carl Amari. Ben Stiller was inducted as an honorary member of which American Ivy League university? Mm. Princeton, Cornell, Yale or Brown? Yale. Oh, so sorry. Thomas, what is it?
6: Uh, Brown
5: oh no here we come nelson 50 50 is it princeton or cornell princeton is right
4: all righty let's add them up so thomas got 3.5 nelson got three and carl got one two three four five six point five so they didn't beat the host but they win fabulous prizes and i hope uh, you guys enjoyed it thomas did you have fun I did. All right. Nelson, did you have fun? Yes, and I'm glad
6: I'm not up
4: there in all that snow. Oh, no, I know. You don't want to be here. I'd you want to be, be in, in Florida. i in
5: Florida with you. Wait, you're, <laughs>
4: they're both in warm climates. I know. Uh, Thomas is in, in Georgia. Hey, you guys did fantastic. Thanks for playing the game. My brother will send you some fun prizes. Hi, Lisa, guys. great Thank job. You. When we come back, it's Box 13. Stick around. And now back to Hollywood
0: 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest.
4: Movie star Alan Ladd played Dan Holiday, retired newspaper man turned fiction writer and adventurer extraordinaire. To gain ideas for his books, Holiday placed an ad in the Star Times newspaper, Adventure Wanted, Will Go Anywhere, Do Anything, Box 13. It wasn't long before his Box 13 became jammed with adventures galore. Holiday always had more adventure than he had originally sought, because those who responded to his ad never revealed all of their glorious, unusual, and sometimes sinister details until they met in person and the adventure had already begun. Sylvia Picker played Holiday's scatterbrained secretary, Susie. Susie added touches of humor to the mysterious adventure and nail-biting storylines. Box 13 was produced by Mayfair Productions, a company run by Alan Ladd and Richard Sandville. The name came from Mayfair Restaurant, which Ladd and Sandville owned during World War II. In addition to producing Box 13, Ladd also wrote some of the scripts. All right, it's time now for a great mystery adventure on Box 13, originally broadcast September 26, 1948. It's called The Boat Ruthie J. It stars Alan Ladd. Let's tune this in, part one now of Box 13.
0: Box 13. With the star of Paramount Pictures, Alan Ladd as Dan Holiday.
7: Box 13. Box
6: 13.
3: Box 13. Box 13. The body lay like a squashed melon at the foot of the cliff. Period. Uh, Period is right. Well, what happens now, Holiday? The inspector wonders how. The inspector wonders... Oh, no, it's Holiday who wonders. I wonder how. I wonder why. I wonder what... I wonder where you've been, Susie.
8: But Mr. Holliday, I've only been gone ten minutes. Went down to Star Times after the mail.
3: Oh. Oh, so you did. What's new in Box thirteen?
0: Box thirteen. Starring Alan Ladd as Dan Holiday. Well, this is quite a letter. Your
3: ad Adventure Wanted will go any place, do anything. Reads like a challenge. If it is, I dare you to go to Bay City Pier tonight and do what you will be told when you board the Ruthie J. The Ruthie J.
8: Mr. Holliday.
3: What's the matter, Susie?
8: You wouldn't go on a boat, would you?
3: Oh, why not? As a kid, I was a sea scout. Haven't been on a boat since, and I love him.
8: But, Mr. Holliday, what if when you got on that boat, you were shanghoed?
3: Susie, the word is... Shanghai.
8: Oh, Shanghai, Shanghai. What's the diff? Suppose some smuggler hits you over the head with a, a sloop or something, and.
3: A and... sloop? Oh, Susie.
8: Yes, a sloop. Uh, and then they sail off and dump you on the beach at Timbuktu.
3: They couldn't sail off and dump me on the beach at Timbuktu. Why not? Timbuktu happens to be in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Oh. Yes, oh. And please tie an anchor to that imagination of yours.
8: Okay, Mr. Holiday. But if you wind up on the other side of the world, please don't write me a letter about your voyage. No? No. Just reading about the ocean makes me seasick.
3: Well, Holiday, this is it. Take in a lung full of that fresh ocean breeze. Mmm, smell that fresh salt air. And fish. Mmm, not so fresh. Well, the letter said I was to board the Ruthie J. I wonder where she'll be. I wonder what she'll be. A schooner, trim and neat, 42-footer, 12-foot beam. Uh-oh, there's your dream boat. And brother, what a scow, Neat. Mm. Like a tub of dirty clothes in a mud puddle. Ahoy! Ahoy, mate! Hey, you over there.
2: You're calling me,
3: Mac? Yeah.
2: What's with this,
3: uh, ahoy mate stuff? You're a seafaring man, aren't you? <laughs> don't let these tight pants fool you. And just cause I'm standing on this seat, me, don't make me no sailor boy. Oh, my mistake. Where's the skipper? The skipper? Hey, look, Mac, I told you I ain't no sailor. With me, you gotta talk English. Right, Gunzel. Dip that heater back under your wing and take me to the boss of this fish factory, now.
2: Ah, That's better.
3: Now you're talking my language. Can I help you across the rail? Oh, thanks. Say, uh, is your name, uh, Holiday? Yeah, yeah. Dan Holiday? Now, how'd you guess? Pleased to meet you.
2: Sweet dreams, Holiday. I hope you enjoy the boat ride.
3: Holiday. Oh, Holiday, you've been sleeping long enough. Better wake up and see what's making your bed roll around like this. Oh, my aching head. Hey, what is this? Don't look now, Holiday, but Susie was right. You've been shang you're out at sea. Well, and a pretty curl aboard.
7: Hello, Mr. Holliday. I see you're
3: up and around. Yeah, I'm up and my head's going around.
7: Bit of a blow, eh, Mr. Holliday?
3: Uh, you mean the one on my skull or the one outside?
7: Oh, I'm sorry about that sapping you took. Sometimes Manny leans a little heavy with that blackjack of his.
3: If he'd have leaned any heavier, he'd have driven me right through the deck. Uh, was it you who answered my ad for adventure?
7: Does that surprise you?
3: I uh, wouldn't have associated such a violent reception with a lady.
7: You've embarked upon a real adventure.
3: Uh, well, suppose I decide to sit this one out.
7: You could go ashore. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, which direction is ashore?
7: Immediately astern. Oh, thanks. About 15 miles.
3: Oh, well... In that case, I think I'll stay.
7: Good. I didn't want you to decline my invitation. Uh, which explains Manny and his blackjack as a reception committee.
3: Oh? Well, since you're in back of this, uh, just who are you?
7: My name is Marie Gordon. I felt you might be in need of a vacation, Mr. Holiday.
3: Oh, sort of a holiday for holiday. Is that it? Exactly. Well, great. Now, just where do we go on this uh, vacation?
7: You go fishing with the captain.
3: Oh, I go fishing with the captain. What about you, Miss Gordon?
7: I remain locked in my cabin. I have things to think about.
3: What about Manny and his convincer?
7: He didn't sail. Other business kept him ashore. Hmm.
3: The uh, plot thickens. I fish with the captain while you stay locked in your cabin... and Manny with his blackjack prowls ashore.
7: Correct. And uh, speaking of plots, Mr. Holliday... I've always admired those in your books. Uh, Perhaps you could confirm something for me.
3: Hmm, I could try.
7: Establish the case of someone having something not his own, wishing to keep it from another person who desires it as well. Where would you put it?
3: Well, in the place you'd least expect to find it, of course.
7: Of course, Mr. Holliday. Good night.
3: Uh, good night, Miss Gordon.
7: Remember, the fish bite early.
3: I know. Especially the suckers. There's a strong odor aboard this ship, and it isn't just fish. There's nothing you can do tonight, Holiday, so you might as well get some sleep.
1: Oh, a sailor's life is the very best life, so it's a sailor's life for me. A sailor's life for. You're the captain? Yep. Morning, ship. Come through last night's squall okay?
3: Uh, yeah, except for this bump on my noggin.
1: Roll to get a stanchion, eh? It's quite a bit rough.
3: Rough is right. Oh, um, I understand you and I are going to do some fishing.
1: Aye, sir. These grounds is good for swordfish. Might even catch us a marlin. Uh,
3: just where are we, Captain?
1: Them islands way off there is the Catalinas. Plenty the albacore here, too.
3: Doesn't Miss Gordon like to fish?
1: Don't know, sir. This is the first time she's hired me in the Ruthie J.
3: Then this isn't Miss Gordon's boat.
1: Nope. She's mine. We're just chartered for this trip. How long are we provisioned for? Four, or five days. Could
3: put in at Avalon if you want to stay out longer. I didn't want to stay out this long.
7: Not ready to go ashore so soon, are you, Mr. Holliday? A few days' fishing is just what you need.
3: What I need is to have my head examined.
7: That bump still bothering you?
3: No, but what might be happening back in town is... Relax,
7: Mr. Holliday. Mr. Holliday. Everything will be
3: taken care of. Yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering how and
4: what and why. Yeah, everything will be taken care of, Lisa.
5: It found a little ominous there.
4: Yeah, just don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Uh, Alan Ladd there, starring as Dan Halliday in Box 13, originally broadcast September 26, 1948. It's called The Boat, Ruthie J., and we'll get back to that if you're really nice.
5: I'll, I'll be nice. All
4: right. We'll get back to that. Just be really, really nice. I'll try. Lisa.
5: Really hard. Don't be
4: so mean.
5: I'm going to try just for you. you're so mean. Just in the holiday spirit.
4: Yeah. Uh, so you know what? Like in Chicago, I know people aren't hearing us because there's a sports going on. Well, we're on about 100 radio stations all across the country, so we're not being heard on this edition in Chicago. But uh, across the country, folks, if you miss any part of our show, you can always go to our website because on Monday we put the podcast up of this show. So do check that out. Just go to hollywood360radio.com, hollywood360radio.com. You'll you'll have the entire four-hour show plus an additional hour of classic radio, a bonus hour of classic radio on our podcast. It's absolutely free. Just go to hollywood360radio.com, right? Right. Okay, Lisa, I'm glad you concur.
5: Well, you know, I like to disagree with you, but this time I can't do okay, it. Okay,
4: yeah, don't do that. <laughs> All right, so here's another Ben Stiller movie. He stars in this 2004 comedy sports. You should date.
5: What? Date. I said we should date sometime, you know,
6: socially. Go out and kick it. Mm. Are you okay? Mm. I'm
1: fine, I just... uh threw up in my mouth a
4: little bit. All right. If you know what movie that is, give us a call toll free 855-360-H360. The H is a four. Here's how it works. You call in, identify what that movie is on the air. And if you do, my uh, crabby brother will send you some fun CDs and DVDs, fun stuff like that. 2004 Comedy Sports starring Ben Stiller. We should date. What? Date.
5: I said we should date sometime, you know, socially. Go ahead and kick it. Mm. Are you okay?
1: Mm. I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit.
4: That's actually uh, Christine Taylor, his real-life wife. Uh, She was one of the actors in this movie. But give us a call if you know what comedy this is from 2004, a comedy sports movie, toll-free 855-360-H360. The H is a 4. Call us right now. Phone lines are open. Win some fun prizes. Lisa, Mike Costello and I will be right back.
0: Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360, brought to you by Reader's Digest.
4: All right, welcome back to the show. I'm Carl Amari. Lisa Wolf is here, my co-host here on Hollywood 360, 100 radio stations across the country. Thank you all of our radio station program directors, managers, general managers. Everybody that works at the station, thanks for putting us on the air. We really appreciate it. And uh, we play these classic radio shows every week for you here on Hollywood 360. Our website, Hollywood360radio.com. And we have a Facebook page, right, Lisa? Just we search sure do. for us at Hollywood, Hollywood 360, 360 radio. radio. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. So this is a 2004 comedy sports movie starring Ben Stiller. We should date. What? Date. So we should date sometime, you know, socially. Go out and kick it.
5: Mm. Are you
1: okay? Mm. I'm fine. I just uh, threw up in my mouth a little bit.
4: <laughs> All right. Dustin, uh, how's it going, Dustin? How are you? I'm good, good. All right. Uh, you're in Florida right now, but you normally live in Illinois? Yes. All right. How's Florida? Uh,
2: well, a lot better than Illinois right
4: now. But... <laughs> yeah, a lot better than Illinois, I'm sure. What's the weather like out there?
2: Uh, i still got my air conditioner runner in my car. I was about uh, probably in the high 70s. Lately.
4: Nice. Aww. Oh, man. Making us really jealous. Wow. So, Dustin, what is this movie? Dodgeball. It is Dodgeball. You're a winner, my friend. My crabby brother will send you some fun prizes, Okay. All right, sounds all right, good. buddy. Have fun out there in Florida. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Lisa Wolf. Dustin knew it. Yes, and he's smarter than us because he's in Florida when I, we're in cold I Illinois. Know.
5: I, I'm heading out there soon.
4: All right, Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Christine Taylor, Rip Torn. Many studios, including DreamWorks and MGM, passed on this film. Fox finally agreed when Ben Spil- uh, Stiller reduced his salary to well under $1 million. As of March 2005, as of March of 2005, okay, that's just one year after it was released, the film had grossed $124 million, and it only cost $23 million to I make. I
5: guess they didn't see so that one coming. By
4: now, it's probably done like <laughs> $200 million probably imagine. on $23 million investment. Well, that's what you get. See, Lisa, if I say to you, hey, you want to be uh, an investor in my next movie, you should do it.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I can you- maybe...
4: Hundred times your money, yeah, like this. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, or ten times it, actually. or
5: anything times yeah. it would be good. <laughs> yeah,
4: Unle- unleash some of that money.
5: Yeah, I'm that just, you have just hoarding it all. I up. mean, you
4: should see this woman. She's just dripping in diamonds and pearls and jewels. Yeah, and I
5: just, I'm just a, a, a money hoard. in a mansion. Yeah, and
4: drives a Rolls Royce <laughs> yeah, on the it. weekdays the and, a ben- is- and a Bentley on the weekend. Yeah,
5: it's waiting for me in the parking lot next to my Maserati over there. <laughs>
4: all right, let's get back to box thirteen.
3: Why is right? Just why would a girl like Marie Gordon maroon you on a fishing boat? What's the gag? And how is it going to be pulled and on whom? Holliday, as an author, you're not even a good fisherman.
1: You're quite a fisherman, Mr. Holiday. Why, in just four days, you handle that heavy gear like a real deep-sea man.
3: Thanks. But don't you think we've got enough fish?
1: You've got another. There goes your line off the outrigger. It's a big one. Let him run, sir. Now, hit him hard. Good. You've got him, sir. Don't look now, but but I think he's got me. He's a mullet, I think. Let him play. Well, let him go play with someone else. I'm tired. Oh, that's, that's too bad, Mr. Holliday. You set your drag too soon. That's why he broke the gear.
3: I wanted to break the gear. I'm sick of fishing. Captain, I want to be put ashore now. Sorry, sir. Miss Gordon will have to give me new orders. Now, look, Captain, I'm
1: going ashore. I'm going to be there before tonight. But, but, Mr. Holliday...
7: Captain, you heard the gentleman. He's going ashore.
1: Aye, ma'am. Do we run for the mainland or the islands?
7: Neither. We stay here.
1: But you said Mr. Holliday was to go ashore.
7: That's correct. Lower the dinghy, Captain. The dinghy? And hand Mr. Holliday the oars.
1: The oars. Ma'am, we're more than ten miles off Catalina.
7: If Mr. Holliday wishes to be ashore before tonight, he'd better start rowing now.
3: Oh, you beautiful Box 13. If it hadn't have been for you, I wouldn't be out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean in a rowboat. Better rest on your oars a minute, Holiday. Because the wind is coming up, the bump on your head is swelling, the ache in your back is growing, and the blisters on your hands are spreading. When oh, Susie mentioned the beach at Timbuktu, she knew what she was talking about. There's no ocean there.
2: Hey, uh, Spalding. You're looking for me? Oh. Oh, there you are, Manny. Yes, yes, I've been looking for you. Now, what does the great Edward B. Spalding want with me? Quiet. Men? Quiet, really? you? should know better than to mention me by name. Get in that booth. Ah. <laughs> None of your penthouse-type clientele would be in a joint like this. Have a seat, Spalding. I tell you, that doesn't matter. I, I just shouldn't be seen even talking. In that you. case, hit the road. I got to keep my rep, too. Meaning what? I'm a nice, honest hood. And even though you act and look like the owner of Tiffany's, to me, you're just a fence. Where's your boss, Marie? She's out fishing. Fishing? She couldn't be. Look, pretty boy. If her and this holiday want to do on a fishing trip, it's their business, see? It's my business to get what I've paid for. The last shipment's overdue. Now, where is it? <laughs> you're kind of tough for you. With the amount of money this deal involves, I can get tougher. Well, I don't know from nothing. You gotta talk to her. If Marie's trying to pull something... Hey, wait a minute. You mentioned a holiday. That wouldn't be Dan Holiday. Did I say, uh, holiday? Thought I said, uh, Hollahan. <laughs> or was it Halloween? All right, Manny, be a comedian. i tell your boss, if she doesn't produce that merchandise by tomorrow, there'll be trouble. Ha, uh-huh. ha. <laughs> if I told her, she might die of fright. If she doesn't come through, somebody is going to die. And it won't be from fright.
3: Well, Holiday, you finally made it. You were towed into Catalina, hocked your watch for a ticket, and flew right back to town. And if this is adventure, you'd better stick with the more dangerous sports like croquet or something. <laughs> Susie? Oh, I forgot about Susie. She'll wonder what's happened. I'm four days late for lunch.
2: She's not here. I guess she got hungry. She's not here, Holiday, but I am. Yeah, who are you? Get in that office. All right.
3: All right. All right, now what's this all
2: about? I want to know where you've been for four days. I, uh... I don't think I've had the pleasure. It may not prove to be a pleasure, if what I suspect is true. Now, where's Marie Gordon? Marie Gordon? From your expression of surprise, I gather you know what I'm talking about. Did you catch any fish, or was it larger game you were after? Not knowing who you are, I'm at a disadvantage. Disadvantage is even greater now. Now, do you talk, or do I shoot? Oh, do I have a choice? No. In that
3: case, I'll talk. Holiday, you can run into more trouble than a kid playing football with a beehive. You know, I don't think this guy's in the mood to believe you just got popped on the bean and taken for a boat ride. He thinks you're in on the deal. Yeah, but what's the deal? Come on, Holiday, talk. Oh, I'd love to, but what do we talk about? About five minutes.
2: And if by then you haven't told me where you and Marie have been instead of fishing, I'm going to pull this trigger. Now, believe me.
3: I caught five tuna, ten albacore, four swordfish, and a pair of blistered hands. And that's no fish story. Hey, where are you going?
2: Over here to turn up your radio. You see, I'm very considerate of others... This is a very big gun. makes a very big noise. I don't want to disturb the neighbors when it goes off. Okay, Mr. Whatever-Your-Name-Is.
3: I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. And if you don't believe me, you can start shooting. You sound very brave, Holiday. And I act very dumb. Now, I know it was stupid of me to accept a blind invitation to visit a boat named the Ruthie J., Because when I got there, a tough character in tight pants used
2: my head for a dinner gong. Somebody slugged you? Yeah. And I've got the bump to prove it. This character's name wouldn't begin with the letter M. As far
3: as I'm concerned, it ended with A-N-N-Y. So it was Manny. Now go on. Well, while I was unconscious, I was tucked betty by in the cabin of the boat. When I woke up, I was gazing into the lovely blue eyes of one Miss Marie Gordon. A woman I have never seen before in my life.
2: Then I suppose you and this total stranger went fishing for four days. Now you took the words right out of my mouth. Well, find some more. And tell me you didn't ask any questions. That you were just brought back home with salt spray in your hair, a beautiful tan, and nothing else.
3: I asked plenty of questions. To which I got plenty of no answers. And for your information, I wasn't brought back home. Oh? You, uh, swam? No, I rode. Ten miles all the way to Catalina. There I caught a plane, took a cab from the airport, and found you here waiting for me. That, brother, is my story. You, uh, turned off the radio. What's the trouble, no gunplay? No gunplay. Mm,
2: Great, but why the change of heart? Holiday, I understand you're quite an author. But even you couldn't make up a story like that one. Day, he got rid of the
3: mysterious man with a gun. Hey, but what about Susie? She's not here. She's not at home. The Star Times, they'll know what happened to her. Well, if it isn't Dan Holliday, have a nice vacation. Oh, wonderful, Jonesy. Hey, have you seen Susie? Not since the other morning. She came in
1: with the wire. Telling her to take a few days' vacation.
3: Hey, who told her to take a vacation? Well, you did, of
1: course, don't you remember?
3: Jonesy, sometimes my left hand just doesn't know what my right hand is writing. Where'd she go? She
1: didn't say. She came in with a man
3: wearing tight pants. She looked for the mail There it wasn't any and they went away. Man with the tight pants. Manny. I'll see you later. Uh, now wait. All this mail came while you've been gone. And a box, too. Here. A box. What could this be?
2: Maybe candy.
3: Oh, nobody loves me that much. Wait. What?
2: You hear something tick in that box right now?
3: T- tick? You think it's... I think you better get that thing out of here. Oh, but Jones, yeah... Look I... at the police headquarters. Get it out of the building fast. It
1: might blow up any minute.
3: You've ridden in many a taxicab holiday, but this is the first one you've taken with a maniac in the driver's seat and a bomb in the back. Inspector Blake. That's my man. You say this thing ticked? Yeah, it sounds like a clock in there. Oh, come on, hurry. Where are we going? We've got a bomb sheller down in the basement. Oh, that's great, but why take the bomb with us? We're going to open that box. That's all I need. Been soaking for 30 minutes. We're safe now. Whew, thanks, Inspector. Say, do you mind shoving my heart back in the place for me? Now, there's nothing to worry about, my boy. We'll open up this beauty and see what we've got. Holy smoke. These are jewels, Holiday. Now, what made you think this was a time bomb? I have an aversion to anything that ticks. I have an aversion, too. To
1: people like you who come in here talking about time bombs when all they've heard are some loose jewels clicking together.
3: Well, oh, I'm sorry, Inspector. Well, uh, I think I'll beat it. Just, just let me wrap up those stones. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't.
1: Those jewels stay here until you can prove ownership.
3: Now, where'd you get them? To whom do they belong? Give me about 30 minutes, Inspector, and I think I'll be able to answer you. So that's what it was, holiday A stunt to smuggle jewels. Into box 13, no less. That Marie Gordon, she's a clever, clever girl. No wonder the mysterious character at the office was waving that gun at me. Oh, think of what would have happened if I'd tried to lie to him! Come on, Holiday, you've got places to go and some people to meet.
1: I was sure worried about you, rowing all that way, Mister Holiday.
3: Oh, that's okay, Captain. Hey, uh, what I came here for was to locate Miss uh, Gordon. Do you know where I can find
1: her? She's a popular woman. Two other men come a looking for her. Two men? Yep. One was a smooth-looking sort of fella. The other was a tough. With tight pants? That you mention it? Yes. He was here when we docked. Uh,
3: what happened? Did you hear the conversation?
1: Only that the tough one was to go right quick to a place called Rambler's Inn and wait. Uh,
3: then the other man arrived.
1: Yep. He seemed sore about something. They got in a car together and drove off. That's the last I see to him.
3: Captain, you're terrific. When my blistered hands heal up, you and I are going back after the mile and it got away. <laughs> All right, Matt. Where do you think you're going? Where? Well, if it ain't Mr. Holiday again. Only this time, I don't think you were invited. Yeah, that's right. And this time, you're the one who's going betty-bye. Oh. Pleasant dreams, Manny. Eh? Here. Just in case you get restless in your sleep, let me tie you in bed with this bailing wire. I didn't have time to ask you in which cabin there were, Manny But those angry voices I hear down the line
2: I don't think they would be coming from honeymooners Bree, for the last time, where are those jewels? Don't
7: threaten me, Spalding Manny's right outside One call from me and he'd be all over you like a rug
2: I gave you the money to pay off the smugglers I want the jewels
7: At first, the boys didn't want to turn over the stuff when they finally did, I thought they might try to get it back.
2: So you went off on a fishing trip with a man named Holiday. Why?
7: Certainly. And for a good reason. Holiday has the jewelry.
2: What? How did he get into this?
7: You know about his ad in the Star Times? Well, what about it? Well, I thought we might have trouble with the boys. I had to think of a place to put it where they wouldn't expect to find it. So? I sent it to Fox 13. <laughs> Where are you going?
3: pay another visit to Dan Holliday. Don't bother. What? I'm here.
1: Holliday!
7: Manny! Manny!
3: I'm afraid Manny won't hear you. What? He's taking his nap. And you look sleepy, too. What? Say, Manny's blackjack works fine. Your friend Spalding is sleeping like an infant. Now.
7: Now what?
3: Now, what's this about my having that smuggled jewelry?
7: You, uh, could share in it with me.
3: (laughs) You're very generous.
7: I can afford to be. Duty-free and with Spalding's wealthy client.
3: Oh. You decided to cut Spalding in after all.
7: Why should I? What do you mean? I'd rather cut you in, Mr. Holliday.
3: No, thanks. I'm not interested.
7: But that's foolish. Think of all that money.
3: I am, but I'm also thinking of a great tag for the yarn I'm going to write.
7: But what will that get you?
3: Royalties, lady. Royalties. Well, Holiday, prepare yourself for an I told you so from Susie when she comes in. (laughs) Brother, wait till she finds out she was right about those smugglers and my Bing Shang Ho. Holiday. Uh, What is it, Inspector. We've been after that smuggling gang for a long time. That Gordon Dame hadn't gotten so greedy and tried to chisel on Spaulding, we wouldn't have caught up with him so soon. And of course, uh, you helped a bit too. Uh, coming from a police inspector, those are very kind words. Well, Susie, it's about time you showed up.
8: Oh, hello, Mister Holliday. My, what a beautiful tan! Catch any fish?
3: All kinds. Tell me, Susie, where have you been?
8: Out of town. The wire you sent me said to take a vacation for five or six days. Oh,
3: the wire I sent, which I didn't send.
8: Well, anyway, you didn't specify which, so, Mr. Holliday, I took six. I see. And, Mr. Holliday... Yes, Susie? You know the nice man that I went down to Box 13 with? Yes. Well, I told him how I warned you about being taken by smugglers, and do you know what he said?
3: No. What did he say?
8: He said you were right about the smugglers. They wouldn't hit you on the head with the sloop. They'd use a blackjack.
3: Oh,
0: fine. Next week, same time, Alan Ladd stars as Dan Holliday in Box 13. Alan Ladd appears through the courtesy of Paramount Pictures and may currently be seen in Wild Harvest. Box 13 is directed by Ted Hediger, with original story by Frank Hart-Pausig. The part of Susie is played by Sylvia Picker. Original music was composed and conducted by Rudy Schrager. This is a Mayfair production.
4: All righty, that's Box 13, September 26th. 1948, The Boat, Ruthie J., starring Alan Ladd, with Sylvia Picker as his secretary, Susie. That was syndicated by Mayfair Productions, heard on Mutual back in 1948. Hope you enjoyed that. All right, this is Hollywood 360. I'm your host, Carl Amari. Lisa Wolf here as well. Let's take a break, then it's much more.
6: It's Cat's
5: Pride, committed to changing litter for good.
4: And
0: now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Brought to you by Reader's Digest.
4: All right, Lisa, in our next hour, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall will star on their radio series called Bold Venture. You won't want to miss that. Prior to that, though, our national movie critic, Sarah Adamson, will be here. She'll uh, review two movies that recently released, Suffragette and Truth. What do you think of that?
5: I think it's the truth.
4: Do you? It's Suffering,
5: right. and,
4: this is the truth. and Lisa Wolf <laughs> is. Uh, she said she's going to stay. She's going to stay for the next two if hours. you
5: promise to be nice to me, I'll stay yeah, here. She's
4: not going to go home. She's going to co-host the show with me. So stick around.